1: Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information.
0: Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. 98. Stop! Ever! Stop! <sighs> me! All right. Thank you, Weapon of Pride. Uh, good people right there with uh, uh, another... 11 days, uh, minus one, like nine more of showings of Weapon of Pride before next year's Champion Alliance, uh, has our theme song ready to go. Can't wait to hear that, too. I can't either. Excited. Everyone will hate it at first. That's the way it always goes. I, I will have to just, we've got to live with it because even if it stinks. It's their name on it all year long. We'll see.
1: Have you had any that you really like? Just the whole year, you just never got into. You don't have to name any names, but I no, mean, like I, I don't one remember of the any of their names.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've liked them all. I haven't had one where I've been bothered. Really? No. Mm. And uh, like they're, they're they're so innocuous. It's like a minute, so it's yeah. not that big a deal. And it's just and when you went from um,
2: you know, like bear ghost to the next one, which was completely different. Bear Ghost
0: was so good. You
2: just adjust. Yeah. It takes about. Three or four days, you're like, you know what? It
0: was the girl, the girl singer that did the soul one. I actually liked it. Some people yeah. hated it. But yeah, we've had some good stuff. I've been happy with all of them. I don't think we've really had like a, a miss too badly. I liked them all. Uh, this one says, by God, that's it. This email starts. <laughs> Brady's most recent dad joke made me think of uh, the solution to these terrible jokes. Behold, the pun gun. It's a stun gun, but it's for puns. And every time Brady makes a crappy dad joke, you just blast him with a pun gun like a shock collar. So next time Brady says, yeah, you'd be shocked how much that happens. Electrocute his ass halfway through him laughing at his own joke. So you just hear. Ha, 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 gie, 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 gie. Great for the audience. We'll convulse with him. The pun gun, consider it. We'd run out of ammo. We would. I yeah, knew, we'd, we'd we'd have, her show. There's not enough electrical charge. <laughs> To keep a pun gun alive. Another one says, "Uh, Man, John, I was really actually somewhat interested in your take on the lightning story. Then the pun happened. I groaned and my thirst for information regarding the story was over. I wanted you guys to mine this rich field of comedy and it was destroyed. A nuclear bomb of unfunny known as the pun. And I never realized how powerful it was until this morning. Brady, it was in fact shocking. Then I heard your skilled mind realize the topic was scorched earth. No way to bring that back. Brett telling you, move on. No (laughs) chance for genius of improv here. You left it where so many would have tried to revive it, and oddly enough, it was over as fast as a lightning strike. Puns, dad jokes, detrimental to hilarity. As a new father, I must be careful to do these same safe, soft, incredibly safe, lame jokes with kids, because I've seen the power of puns, and in the wrong hands, puns make everything lame, and that will include your kid. It's like hanging out with Ned Ryerson. Signed, Ned. Wow, there you go. Well, he's right. So be careful, Brady. People are on to your puns and they hate them. <laughs> Stop it.
2: Dangerous things, puns. There we go. Don't you
0: start. There we go. No, you actually really like them. Like, you can't wait to tell a pun.
2: I, I just love the reaction. No, you love the reaction
0: Kirby gives you and you think that that's going to carry over into life I don't someday. I pun to her too much. You pun to her constantly. She does. She laughs. You think you're telling jokes to Kirby. You're punning to Kirby and her audience. You're playing to that audience. And and it always happens on Mondays. After a weekend with Kirby, he comes in here with a couple of puns. Like, I've been on a roll lately. Forgets he's with adults. This is typical of Gilbertians. Forget you're in an adult crowd. Do a kid joke. We all look at you like, who's the... What, did he get hit in the head? What's wrong with this one? (laughs) That's why I'm not allowed in the swizzle in anymore. Gilbertians. They escape their kids. They're around adults. They forget how to act. They start doing things that make their kids laugh. They lose their minds like college girls, and they're in their 40s, and you get removed from
1: bars. Imagine what it's going to be like after we get back from Christmas vacation. Oh. Two weeks. Oh, I can't imagine.
0: Locked and loaded. <laughs>
1: what, what kind of nightmares are
0: coming our way in January? You know what we need to do is just shake them out for a couple of days. We'll take them out on the Sunday before to, like, like strip clubs and things. Woof. <laughs>
2: Whoa, I don't know where to
0: go here. Start punning around. I, uh, I had some friends in town I haven't seen for 12, 13 years, and their kids are now 22 and 18. And the last time I saw them, I'm like, I like these people, but this is no fun anymore. Because uh, it was at a pizza place where we were forced to eat the pizza at breakneck speeds because their kid was about to start to scream. And they, were, they told us, like, uh-oh, hurry up. Like, what's going on? Hurry up and eat! Vesuvius is gonna I'm blow. Like, what's going on? He's about to scream. I'm like, well, get him out of here. Well, I can't. Just go. And I'm just piling pizza. i my like, what's going on, Jeff? This is terrifying. Hurry up! Hurry up! We need the bill. We need the bill. We the second that door opened, that kid made a howl like nobody's business. He was like one and a half. Mom was pregnant with the second one, Oof. and their lives were going into the crapper faster than I, I'd rather be a heroin addict and like recognize it and be on an intervention than go through what I was watching. Uh, they moved away because they realized they can't be around normals anymore. They went into some woodsy uh, – they moved to Chicago back to be closer to the parents because, like, we can't be with these kids all the time. We need built-in babysitters. Got closer to family, moved out there. And I saw them this weekend, uh, 21 again, 21, 17-year-old kids. The most pleasant, relaxed Kids human so mellow. The kids – no. Oh. no didn't see the kids. Oh. Okay. I wouldn't have gone – are you kidding? Oh, that's great. Come out with the family? I'm not going to that. Like, what I would love to see our grown children. No. Uh, the kids were at home. They left the seventeen-year-old girl at home. She's at back in Pennsylvania somewhere by herself. The kids, the other kids at Michigan State, uh, they're like, "Yeah, we just got a work event. Came out, and uh, what a wonderfully uh, happy, relaxed. Couple you can see now. peace. Oh, it's over. It's the nightmare has ended. The war is over. They see the light at the end of the tunnel. These kids are gone. Like the seventeen-year-old is the second one. They left. They went cross-country on her. Like, we're going to Arizona. You blame them? You're staying here by yourself, kid. She's alone for a whole week in the house. By yourself. During, during, like, school. It's like you're, you'll figure it out. You got it. The other one is in college. They're cool. We had a great time with them. They were, uh, Jeff and Christine, they were amazing. They came over yesterday to watch Steelers. Relax. These are different human beings. They're out of the kid thing. They're not lame anymore. They they know it. They're like, we're... And they actually, she said, I'm sorry for the last time. But we were so lame. We're horrible. Like, the world was just collapsing around us. We were. We, we talked to people. that We didn't know how to act around humans. We didn't know what was fun. They were amazing. So much fun this weekend. I had a great time with them.
1: Sorry we made you scarf down the Chuck yeah. and
0: Cheese pizza so fast last time. When my friend's uh, Mark's first daughter turned 16 and they realized they could leave the house safely now because they had... Somebody that basically, what you need is a kid at home that can drive the others to the hospital. That's really the. After a while, that's all you worry about. And they left, and they became adults and humans again. And they like they got out. The first few times, I'm like, you guys don't know how to act. They would like drink, like they had to get home. I'm like you guys don't have to be home. To we got two hours. We got two hours, and they drink and say terrible sex jokes and like just get like all this filth out of their mouths and became crazy people. They're relaxed now. Their kids are grown up. The, the youngest ones don't matter. If you're the youngest in a family, I understand why you always feel neglected or whatever. Like, you, you're not. You can do whatever you want, and they always call it spoiled. It's not spoiled. It's neglected. I watch it happen. Like the young. The other two of,
2: have worn us out. Yeah, how the many other, ever?
0: It, it, we realize this isn't as hard as people say. Just leave it alone. It, it'll figure its life out. <laughs> Yell at it when it starts little fires. That's it. That's basically all you got to do. And it's amazing. They're different people. It's
2: always been resentment for my sister. In a way you that you're spoiled, youngest. you were you're allowed to do whatever you want. Yeah, you didn't have to. Yeah,
0: and they always say they were trailblazers. No, you just had frantic lunatics in the house looking at you like I, I'm going to kill it. I don't know what to do. And then they realize they're pretty resilient. You're probably not going to kill it, and uh, it'll figure it out by the third one. Like you, your mom's stories about you just wandering around the neighborhood as a two year old is phenomenal. Like families nearby calling, going, "Your kid's on our porch with a baba in his diaper."
2: He'll learn after one yeah. paint chip. <laughs>
0: He's eating He's eating wall wood. Hey, guys, what's going on? You got any of that delicious fudge? Oh, hang on, let me call your mom. Janie. Your, your boy's here again. I didn't know he was out of the house. <laughs> Go to the drugstore. Brady would walk to the, because he knew where the food was. <laughs> IGA. Oh, it was an IGA? It was yeah. great that you would just leave.
2: I'm out. Mom's not even looking. Charge it to Bogan. It was great.
0: But yeah, I watched that happen. I watched two people grow out of where Brady is right now. Which in the heart of, like, hanging out with his kid and their friends. And the next thing you know, he's getting laughs from 14-year-olds. And then he starts to bring that around adults and realizes, oh, there's two worlds I live in. I have to find that middle ground. You're going to get punched in the nose. Anyway, Toledo did a little research on lightning strikes. I will try to bring it back a Whoa. little bit, even though it is kidding. Here we go. 240,000 incidents a year regarding lightning strikes. Around the globe, there are 8 billion of us. I don't know what the percentage is, but that's low. Now, 2,000 worldwide killed by lightning. That's super low. The average human has roughly a 1 in 60,000 to 80,000 chance of falling victim to lightning in a lifetime, and that's 70-year span. So that's every storm ever your entire life, there's a 1 in 80,000 chance that one of those is going to knock you out in 70 years. You're fine. Uh, Furthermore, uh, the number of annual lightning deaths has been decreasing steadily year by year. Trees are getting taller. (laughs) Over the last 40 years, the United States has 51 lightning strike fatalities. Over the last 40 years, there is an organization of people angry that that lightning strikes have been made light of by Drew Brees. And I still don't understand how we don't have middle finger power against this kind of stuff. When is it going to be to tell people at lightningvictimsorganization.org, shut up, no one's going to listen to you. You've you had some bad luck, but it's like pinky amputation people being mad. It's like you're, there's not enough of you. You have to have a number. But their quote was great. It says, as a survivor, it's very disturbing the thoughtlessness on the part of the participants who tried to profit from a tragedy like this. Much progress and hard work in education has been made over the last 20 years to lower lightning and electrical deaths and risk of injury through education and informed knowledge. This commercial Drew Brees has done has set us back 20 years. First off, it's jumped you forward a million years. I never heard of you before this, so thank Drew Brees for letting me know there's a lightning strike organization for victims. Second, where do you meet? Because I'm going. There's two people in it. And if you were an electrician and you have a, you're shocked. It's part of the. It's a part of the job. Has like being a firefighter, you get burned. And part of you play with fire, you get burned. You play with electricity, you're probably going to get shocked. And the close and the longer we have electricity around, uh, the more we learn about how not to get shocked. So it makes sense that it's decreasing to me. The more we learn about lightning and where it shows up and how it comes from and it's not God-based and Indians dancing did not do it, uh, eh. we pretty much know where to avoid it, how to avoid it, and whatever. Still going to get a few of us because it is fairly abrupt. And if you're outside in lightning, there's a good chance you're going to get knocked by one. But it's not a great chance, so take your chances. But I do like the idea that there's a group of people that are like trying to figure out. How to make us not make fun of them. Makes me want to make fun of them more. I've never met a person who's been struck by lightning. You? Yeah. Oh, actually, oh, I have. Oh, no, I've been I met a guy who's got. i met a guy survival. who's hit twice, actually. He's been hit two times. Twice? Two times. And he was the, uh, he's the dude who uh, saved that cop's life on the I-10. Uh, the, some dude was fighting a cop on the side of the I-10 and shot him. And this guy pulled over to help and shot the bad guy. Good. And, uh, yeah, oh, it's a great story. Yeah. He's a hero. And I, I was in and, he, and he's also been hit by lightning. Oh, well. He seemed okay. I don't think he's in the group. The what you're going to do group. But, yeah, so he's in it. So be careful. There's lightning. Don't wave your golf club in the air. Don't stand under an antenna or have a big silver hat.
1: Yeah, I don't think the heavy stuff's going to come yeah, for a couple exactly. hours. <laughs> if, that's, if, that's what, if you ever say, hey,
0: I think it's going to slow up. We should stay in this rain. You're, in, you're increasing your odds, and they're still incredibly high. Not going to happen. Good luck to all of you. Uh, and then also we got to get on this. On Wednesday we're having our uh, beer release. Our, the Homeburg Bound is going out. Uh, Four Peaks called on Friday and said, we've got uh, a lot of glasses. Like, all right, so we're going to order up more. So if you guys are ordered up and you want to knock out a bunch more, like they say the first 98 and all that, it's great. Fire it up, man. They're not sold out. And they're like, we'll just get rid of them. Like, beautiful. Just so, in time uh, for your holiday parties. It is perfect. So uh, we got to get that Homeburg Bound sold out. And you go to 98 com. Check it out. And uh, Wednesday is pre-order your beer. Uh, you pre-order it. It's an outstanding thing because it's just waiting for you. When you get there, you ask, you tell them you're on the list. You get the list. You get your beer. You get your pint glass. And uh, we have a little uh, get-together there at Four Peaks on Wednesday, 6 to 8 o'clock, which is great. So they're available at 90, it's 98kupd.com. You go on that thing, click on it, and uh, pre-order your Holmberg Bound, which is an outstanding beer. You've got to get hold of this stuff. It's so good, and uh, we'll load that up. And on top of it all, the proceeds go right there to our friends at the Humane Society, and they're waiving fees for the next week so you can go get a best friend, and it's the time to start reminding everybody also that uh, pets aren't presents. Don't surprise someone with an animal. A living creature is not something you shouldn't discuss first. Um, And this is the time when everybody goes off to the shelters and everything else, and they. Commercials have it. uh, Exactly. And you got little wrapped puppies and everything. If you haven't spoken to everyone in the house, or you're not totally in charge of everything and getting a puppy for the kids, and you're all right with that, uh, if you're getting a dog or a cat or an animal for another person that does not know you're going to do that, you're making a mistake. You don't give living things as presents without that person kind of knowing you're going to do it. You can't do it because that just creates that back and forth with dogs being returned in January or February. And it's a disaster for the Humane Society and the shelters and everything else. So uh, you got that going. So they're doing, they are doing that for people who are responsible, uh, no fees at the Humane Society. And we're doing another thing with the Humane Society called No Stray Left Behind. And the pet food donations, uh, you can go to 98KUPD uh, also, .com. And uh, we're helping out with that. We're doing a food drive. And our friends at Lerner and Rose, Safeway and Albertsons, and exceptional pets have already kicked in. So you can drop some uh, dough off, and uh, they're knocking that out. Uh, so if you want to do that at 98KUPD.com, donate to that thing. It's a short little two-weeker here while we're still on the air to the end. It's our holiday drive to help out the shelters. Um, and get them a bunch of food. That's basically it. It's food. It's all over our website, 90AKUPD.com, if you want to see that. And check all that out. That is a pretty awesome deal. And uh, you're going to have a deal going on Thursday. Brett will be out uh, uh, at the Exceptional Pets, where you can do show show where you can drop stuff off and do that thing.
1: It's all good. It's lovely. Look at us, charitable,
0: <laughs> loving. And you know who we're not giving to? Lightning victim survivor people. We're not. There aren't enough of you. And if you've been hit by lightning... Consider yourself lucky. A, you're still alive, and B, you've got the best story at every party. No one outside of somebody who's been to the moon can beat your story. You are rare, which is, which is the only thing that I can say isn't, uh, like that's the only thing I miss at like social gatherings. Nobody's got a story. Everybody's got kind of similar, all right, we're just trying to make a, stories of lightning strike, you're going to have a crowd around you you've been given a gift of the lightning strike story you've been electrocuted and you live to tell the tale those are great stories don't put a stick up your ass on top of it all and make it so you can't make fun of that that's hilarious stuff your powder get out there tell your tale i would love it if somebody came and said i was struck by lightning what's your next question like how are your kids no tell me about the lightning strike that's good conversation Brady, and I'm sure. I'd ruin it. Many of yes, you would. You would ruin it with a. That's shocking. Tell me your story. All right. Oh. Don't give me any. All right. it. Anyway, I'm going to try to finish my story anyway. Fact. So be careful.
1: How you doing, Sparky? <laughs>
0: What's up? <laughs> <laughs> old Sparky's in here again. <laughs> my man. Yeah, but that lightning strike thing is a story forever. You have a, a story that kills almost everybody it's ever happened to. I got shot in the head. You're here to tell me about that. I've got nothing but questions about that. I don't care about anything else in your Here's life. where it entered, right? I mean, you met. Uh, if you ever met uh, that uh, Mark Kelly's wife, Gabby, uh, what's her name? Giffords. Yeah, Gabby Giffords. Uh, you would get around. You would eventually get around to it. Like, you were amazing. Through, like everything about you was amazing. Tell me about it. What, was, like, what's, what is your memory of it, if there is one at all? What, what's, the, what's the thing in your uh, like, uh, structural brain? Tell me what they did at the surgery. Tell me everything. That is an amazing story of survival. That's what people love to hear. Start some organization to say, never talk about us. You're lightning victims. That's all I want to talk about. Anyway, nothing you can do about it. And then I do have to say thanks to a listener uh, B. W. Stewart came down here a couple days ago. In fact, it was the day before I left with the flu, so it was Wednesday, and he dropped off uh, some Steelers paraphernalia. He's like, "I don't want this stuff. It's been in my house. I got these collectibles." He's got a Lou Pinella autographed Cubs jersey, a Steelers jersey autographed by Mike Hilton, who's now a Cincinnati Bengal, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, but it's still cool. Uh, a bunch of old cards and this and that, and we're chatting. He goes like, uh, "He comes by. He's like, I just want you to have this." I'm like, "That's really nice of you." And uh, we're chatting away. He's like, "I'm not going to be a weirdo or." try to be your best friend or i'm like all right well I, whatever this is great i appreciate it and he goes i gotta tell you something else i'm like what's that you got something hanging out of your right nostril i can't even stop staring at and i'm like hey and then he and then he keeps going with conversation and i'm like i gotta find a mirror right now it's orange i'm like okay stop saying what you're saying let me go over to the car here and look in the side and there was nothing there i don't know if it fell out or what but it was bright orange it was hanging out and i'm like all right enough glowing enough Stuart. that's enough now, it was gnarly. Disgusting. Was it a butter or hair? Now God knows. I, all right. Thank you for pointing it out. And now that it's gone, are we clear? And then the whole time I'm talking to him, just covering my nose. I'm like, I appreciate that, but much like a pun. The conversation was over. All I could think about was one thing.
2: You're not hearing anything that he's no. saying. No. I'm like, is it still there? Can I,
0: is it going to fall out like right in front of him? Is it going to tumble out like a little tater? What do I do? Yeah. So thank you for all the stuff, Mr. Stewart, and the incredible honesty during our conversation that I had uh, hair that was bright orange, probably bloody, and and sparkling in the sunlight. What an honest, lovely young man. Uh, football's getting good. Yesterday, my Steelers screwed up again. They get themselves a... Uh, Another uh, notch lower in the old draft in April, and just going to screw themselves right into mediocrity again. Cardinals didn't play this weekend, so Cardinals fans were happy. W. Like it's as good as. You didn't walk away feeling miserable. Uh, but I did watch uh, some of the hard knocks with uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury and his girlfriend making an appearance. Everybody was telling us, like, oh, she's in this episode. She's in this episode. She's like six seconds, tops in the whole thing, and steals the show. And also, I noticed that they did a team photo. For this event that they put on, and none of the other players' girlfriends or wives were in the picture, but Cliff and and the the that sweet ass were she's like she worked her way in and nobody said a thing. Like she's posing in the picture, I'm like, Man, she has carte blanche over this thing. She's she might be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, I think. Couldn't do much worse. No, I mean, why not? And people would watch. But yeah, that's uh watching that hard knocks is just almost a guarantee that Cliff and Steve are not long for this team. It's just, it's almost like this. You can almost You can just tell, see it like, developing. Do they even know what they're doing at all? They're just rah-rah guys. It doesn't feel like there's any plan in place, which is what they look like on the field. But you got ties yesterday. Your Bears uh, blew it against the Packers. Brady's Bungles look like they're back on track. Could be a Super Bowl thing to the. Would you go to the Super Bowl if
2: the Bengals were here? Because it would be here. Talked about that. Yeah. Uh, someone brought that up. I don't know. I, Do you have that I kind just, of passion? Mm, well, I mean, I have the passion for the team. But even I talk about, like, even if the Buckeyes came back around, they're not going. They're going to be in the Peach Bowl, right? But I, it's like you get. I'm getting old. Old man thing. Like it's so you much more better. It covers it better on TV. The, the event around, itself the is event pretty great. Is, it is, and I've been to one, so that's yeah,
0: but not with your team in it. No, it's a different animal.
2: It 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 would be um, you got to go. I would lean yeah. towards going. You'd have yeah. to
0: go because the uh, yeah the, the the when your team's in the Super Bowl, it is kind of it's kind of awesome, especially if they win it and they play that big Lombardi song yeah. at the end. And you're watching it. It's like I was crying the first time. I couldn't believe it. I was overwhelmed, I'm a little gay, but it was pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, the Bengals, are, they're playing really well. So it's uh, interesting. And then, of course, the Ohio State team, like we predicted. And another prediction that's pretty easy. You know, I don't even know if FanDuel should take bets on it. Michigan and Ohio State are going to play for the national championship. It's almost pretty amazing. It's because it's set up. Yeah. Because you have a committee of team uh, selections. You don't have any sort of system that makes it so anybody can get in. Uh, that but, should you get know, in. No, it's not. Don't say it. If you didn't even, if you didn't even play the, in your the division championship.
2: Yeah, I what's know what's the you're point of there. division it championship. The...
0: It's dumb. You're the your third place in your own conference that's set up to be like this is what we do to get into the playoffs. And they're like, yeah, but they're really good. Well, what's the second place team in your conference? Oh, they had a bad record. They're from another. It's just dumb. And I watched these old men sitting in a room on Saturday, like there's that selection committee. I'm like, yeah, it's the it, the orcs are going to sit and choose who goes to. Of course, they're going to pick Ohio State. And they might win it all. Who would
2: have predicted, you know, before that USC and TCU would lose? But but they got bounced
0: because they lost, which is ironic. They're not even – TCU's still there, but, But, I mean, you get bounced because But based upon
2: everything, the way it works. But it all goes away next year.
0: Good. Because finally, college mean, football. it goes away? 16 teams, Yeah, they're, doing a, they're basically doing a you win your division. And it's going to piss people off who have been in the – well, because it'll be the same teams.
2: All of those teams that were knocked out are still in it.
0: The way it's That's set they, up, they, yeah. Because you'd run it have down there. It's a, a playoff system. They're going to basically get rid of these bowls. They're going to still have sponsorships. But they've gotten rid of them in the first place. These aren't the same. Yeah, the Rose
2: Bowl now. is yeah. the last one, and that'll be yeah. no longer a –
1: yeah, it's premier
2: not a, bowl earlier. Well, Japan. it's not a
1: matchup between two conferences. It's right. just a championship bowl. It's always funny how these college people always say, "Oh, well, college is so much more pure than the NFL." And it's like <laughs> it's the it's the bigger business. Pure, Brett. Yeah. Pure. Yeah, it is nothing about say. it.
0: Yeah, it's pure like the cocaine coming up from Colombia,
2: <laughs> uncut.
0: Yeah, it is uncut. It is such a farce to sit and go, "We're going to pick the four best teams." Why do we even play the games? You pick them at the beginning of the year.
2: You give guys like uh, you know, TCU had to work its way into the top twenty. Whoever started on the uh, BCS, you know, beforehand, because you would have your joke division rivals. Like the Rose Bowl was always Pac-10 right. Rose Bowl, and then at the end of the year, they would say, the ones who won the bowls?" They would say, "This one's the national right. champion." They would just, oh, they would just flip
1: a coin. They just picked one.
0: Based on what they had ranked all year. I don't know how you have rankings before the season starts, but you're giving teams an advantage by being... Most of the have,
2: time, team a team that you know, went
0: undefeated is always going to be in the running. Then, but then you also had the opportunity to pick your own schedule. So you could have seven patsies, blow yep. them out of the water. College football's got to do all sorts of changes. Like they're doing in Colorado, which I love. Deion Sanders has just basically gotten the job in Colorado and they released a video of him talking to the team and he was making them say stuff. that' we're going to bring toughness. Say it. Tough. Strength. Strength. And all y'all should be in the portal because I'm bringing my own guys. And he basically fired a football team. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't either in college. He basically went in and said, you're not my guys. I'm bringing in my own. You're going to see a whole group of me's up here, and it ain't you. And now Colorado. ASU might have. See, I think Dion's going to want out of Colorado fast because it's cold. The dude wouldn't tackle in anything other than a dome or 60 plus degrees, he hated hitting people. Now he's got to teach people how to play football in Colorado. That's going to be tough. But he fired him, which I thought was hilarious. And he's done great at Jackson State, which is surprising. Like I didn't think Dion could coach. He's evidently not too bad. So Colorado's even a couple of
2: games, him. you know, at home or from the up in the box because he was injured.
0: Yeah, he's he, there's something about him. He's got him lit up in Jackson State, but he's going to be in Colorado. So. ASU should have hired him instead of that. Get that one guy. Uh, there he is. Uh, Dillingham. Uh, He's still at his press conference right now trying to get a word out.
2: It's a great story. He's local. Yeah, he, that was his first five star committing.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, look, the guy's a, there's a picture of you here at the Safeway saying, welcome the new ASU head guy. Uh, oh, God, I shouldn't have shown him. I shouldn't have shown him. Uh, uh, he likes sports. <laughs> I watched a special uh yesterday in the afternoon when the games got boring. In the afternoon I didn't care about what was I Steelers had already won and screwed up their draft place. Uh about this lady and I looked her up. Remember a friend Ant?
2: Yeah, the comedian.
0: Uh, the comedian and he used to have that thing that he eat his used hair. To, yeah. I saw, uh, this was in two thousand sixteen, but this lady in the pictures, oh uh she had a hairball in her gut. She was getting sick. She's kind of pretty. She had this hairball in her gut. How big? 15 and oh, a half. Center. It was like a that's softball. About uh. like the size of a softball. She's been eating hair for years, and it balls up in your tummy, and sometimes your body doesn't get rid of it. Uh, so she was suffered from, uh, it's called Rapunzel syndrome. That's what they were calling the thing. And I know Aunt the comedian, had it. It was called something else. Uh, it was like a trick a something. It wasn't that, but it was like that. Yeah, and uh, you start getting nauseous and vomiting and having uh, you you can't poop right and all this stuff and and she had to go to the doctor. And she's like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, hmm. they thought it was a tumor.
2: You got
1: blockage and went in there and this
0: got this. They pulled this hair out and she had to admit she's got this mental disorder where she just pulls the hair out of her head and chows down on it. Yeah, sounds pretty mental
1: to me. That's yeah, awful.
0: And uh, this hair has been living in my brain. This ball, because the doctor held it in his gloved hand for a uh. second, and it's all squishy and juicy. The images are disgusting. But there's also, um, like the lightning strike people, the thing that I was taken aback by, there's a group, a group of people <laughs> who have this illness that meet all the time. <laughs> I'm like, shouldn't you keep them away from each other? Like, they should meet with people like me, where like, I, I offer no hair. Like They look at me like, how's he do it? You got to shave that stuff off, and then in in public, and then have somebody clean it up. You can't have hair anymore. Like it's like alcohol. If you're addicted to eating your own hair, you got to keep them away from the hooch. And the hooch app is on there. But this lady was eating pubes, like arm hair. Like if she could pull it out, it was going in the it going in her mouth down
2: the gullet.
0: <laughs> and there's another person, and like that's another one at a party I want to talk to. It's like yeah. I had a, softball-sized hairball removed from my gut because I eat my own hair. I got a thing. I'm like, okay, you're the most interesting person at this party next to Lightning Strike guy. I want every story from all of you. If you're a hair eater and your gut balled up over the years, a full-size softball of hair, email me right now. I want to spend an afternoon with you just going to barbershops and tempting Is that what it is?
2: Yeah. It's great stuff. But the Rapunzel probably because when it starts developing a ball.
0: Well, I think it's when you're pretty and a woman. It's the Rapunzel thing. Otherwise, when your aunt, the comedian, it's just trick of of phagia. Because he was a phagia himself, if I recall correctly. And he just disappeared. He hosted some shows on VH1. and then He probably died. He probably choked to death on hair. I had a, uh, a cancer screening blood test thing a couple weeks ago take a look at all this stuff doctor was like i want to make sure this is all right so i, I think i just want to make sure you're good I'm like all right. it wasn't even supposed to be that but he found something in my uh, stomach and he's like i'm he's pushing on it. He said, let's take a test I'm like, all right. so we're gonna check your levels for everything and all that so you know you wait a couple of days for your results to come back on ice you kind of feel like i probably got it so you start planning like what would i do if i had cancer and my answer automatically is nothing. Like I'm not, I don't like going to the doctor that often. They're just going to force you back and forth. So I'll just, probably it. So in my head, I'm like, this is it. I got maybe a year to go and I've talked myself into dying. Well, I get the call on Thursday, uh, Friday actually. And uh, uh doctor's like, hey, uh, your results are back. I'm like, all right, let's go. What do we got? He goes, I got to tell you something. It was the worst possible news I could have gotten. The worst news. Brace yourselves, audience. It's the worst news I could have gotten. He says, uh, your blood came back. And he goes, "And i got to tell you, you are one healthy man. So your organs are in incredible shape. There are no signs of any trouble. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you're going to live to be 90. And I'm like, take it back. I fight this <laughs> diagnosis. I want a second opinion. Live to 90? That's worse than telling me I got cancer. Horrible move. Uh, that I'm so healthy that it doesn't look like anything's breaking down internally. I've got to do this myself, Brett. Yeah eventually i've got to end this on my own or i'm gonna linger on into my 90s uh like you didn't see any cancer at all you didn't see anything aids something nope everything's great your organs are ticking along whatever you're doing then keep it. what'd doing you find it. god damn it what he found was a perfect set of organs that are gonna churn on for 40 more years zero interest in that I like, didn't find anything It's give me like a 15, 17-year window where we can check out at a reasonable time. I am cursed. <laughs> I am cursed
1: with longevity and health.
0: <laughs> Nightmare diagnosis. And I told him, I'm like, yeah, can I get a second opinion? He goes, on what? Like, I just want another doctor to look for more. Like, I just told you you're incredible, healthy. Yeah, you're always supposed to get a second opinion. I'd like to get a doctor in there that will find something. I don't think you were thorough enough. You got to, it can't all be roses. They There's mix be the blood s- up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You you found the blood of a of a teen boy. This is no good. Your testosterone levels are off the chart. Okay. Well, I was supposed to start taking that. No, 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 you don't need that. You turn into a giant mountain of a man. <laughs> you're just the healthiest specimen I've ever seen. You're going to live... You're going to probably break records. Like, you know, you're... you curse at me like you're that. You're just pushing a barrel into my mouth, right? You realize this is the worst news a man like me can hear. That it won't end for another 40 years. Oh... I think he thought I was supposed to be happy with that. I'm like, who do you talk to? 90. Whoopee! But just to let you guys know, with this terrible diagnosis, I am fighting it. I'm going to do everything I can to make that doctor wrong. And uh, I'm going to tune up the drugs and drinking starting this week. It's going to be pretty strong. I've been treating this body too well. I thought the Diet Coke would eventually end me. It's, It's doing nothing. I've had fantasies when my stomach grumbles. I'm like, there it is. There's that. Cancer ball coming in from that diet soda that I guzzle like no tomorrow. I'm like, I'm going to sue all the soda companies on my way out, and I'm going to get a big pile of cash, and I'm going to you know, travel the world and check the FF.
2: Now you're going to need it because you're going to ask until 90. Yeah, exactly. Now, I gotta,
0: now it's like they're going to find out through my body that the soda actually keeps you preserved. Disaster. So just for you, I know there's probably a lot of folks out there crying. Did you hear Holmberg this morning? He's going to be here for 40 more years. Uh, and I will fight this, and that doctor will be wrong. I'm a fighter, Brady, when it comes to living a long time. I'm not going to, that is not going to happen. I'm also a coward. <laughs> Suicide's off the table, so I've got to figure something out here. I'm going to stand under power lines. and Maybe I'll go outside with that big stick on my head during lightning storms and try to become one of that group. Well, You'll have some great stories. Yeah, but I don't want to live through it. See, there's the problem. He's too healthy. It's, he survived it. His organs were in too great a shape. <laughs> now I'm just walking around. <laughs> Soda pop. There he is. He's going to live to 90 shaking like that. It's going to be terrible. And yeah, nothing about that. Sensible. Walking into windows.
1: Why?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I can't see. Two fake hips, fake shoulder. I'm going to have to go through that all over again in the next 40. I didn't even make it 50 years. The first time with the real hips. You think I'm going to go, ah, this is miserable. (laughs) What kind of doctor is that? Tells you you're going to live 40 more years. (laughs) Awful. Worst news I've ever had. But I'm going to have to fight it. And I'm going to try real hard to let everybody know this won't be true. I don't want to be that old. I don't want to be this old. Somewhere in between. (laughs) Look at my dad. He's 75. I told him, he's in town. I told him, like, hey. Doctor says I'm going to live to be nine. Well, that's great. I'm like, no, it's not. Do you want it? Can you take it? Can I transfer this in some sort of a weird portal to dad? Like, you can stay to be nine. You can green mile. Here's Mr. Jangles. You can green mile all the way through. I don't think I can. I got neighbors down the road there that, we, that uh, I think they're 100. Because I've lived there for 10 years now. And when they moved in, the other neighbors that greeted us, the younger ones, were like, this is, you know, Gladys and Peppy and they've been here for since the beginning of the neighborhood and they were old when these people moved in they're like, they've been that old since we were here and we moved here in like 89 like no kidding like oh yeah all right. they're still around and every morning that old dude walks out takes about 17 steps into his yard and then starts waving around like the wind's blowing too hard and then tries to scramble back into the house and I think that's all he does every single day I'm pretty sure that's all he's got the wife walks to the house next door, stops, tries to go down the cul-de-sac, and just, that's just too big an endeavor. And then goes back into the house. I'm like, this is awful.
2: From the 80s to uh, in the 90s, it's just one fall away.
0: Oh, you're just, you're, you might as well just be on, a, on an ice rink with uh, you know, you know, tons of glass around you. Like you're, it's all bad. I have uh, that 92-year-old lady I'm friends with, and she's super sweet. She gets around great. She even says it. She goes, one fall and I'm out. She's got to be careful because I get up too fast. I'm dizzy. I'm done. I'm like, Jesus, that's got to be a terrible way to live. I I told
2: you when I was talking to my parents last week. It's a guaranteed conference call because they both got to be listening. Yeah. And it's hard because they talk over each other or whatever. And I'm talking to uh, my mom and then, here's your father. You're right there. Okay. Right. How you doing? Good. Did you tell him about your fall?
0: Oh jeez, he can't even keep it. Yeah, quiet. I fell.
2: You doing all right? Yeah, I'm fine. A little sore.
0: Would he fall over? He Just got up too quick. Got up too quick. Yeah, that's all it takes. If standing up is too much for your body, there's a certain aspect of like getting out of this mess before the, before something tragic happens. Yeah, you're just vegging and you can out. Tell
2: it's just, it's frustrating. Yeah.
0: This is uh, on the flip side, John. What if this is God and he's real? and his ultimate way of getting back at you for all the jokes about his son, making you live too long because heaven doesn't want you. I'm like, I'd be I, – I, look. Tip if, of the cap. Yeah, tip the cap. If, if, if that's how he proves his realness to me, by making me linger, that's pretty solid stuff right there. But I don't think that's it. Damn doctors. They always give you terrible news, Brady. I don't Please, go. God, take me. I was so nervous. I was like, I got – he's in great condition. I was in really good shape. I'm like, yeah, well, where's the – that good because then the cancer won't just like ravage me it'll just slowly eat me up all right you're gonna live to be 90 oh i started crying <laughs> hung up the phone why damn. Damn. <laughs> what's going on are you all right no i'm gonna live for 40 more years Cursed. it's awful damn doctors yeah so that just means you gotta work longer Put and, me in that mind, no friend. more
2: testing. <laughs>
0: right. Never because- again. You just get nothing but Nailed. terrible news, like longevity. Yuck. Have you seen the state and the condition of the human species? You think I want to hang around here while I'm getting weaker and weaker? Oh. Anyway. So I'm going to start licking lots. I'm going to be a lot less, you know, it's this lifestyle of not eating at potlucks. I'm going to start burying my face in potlucks. I'm going nuts at these. <laughs> all these. Pig parties that we got going on. Wintermeyer's ears are oh, Wintermeyer! Right immediately wrap something in a beach yeah. towel in your fridge and bring it to me. <laughs>
2: get that beach towel turkey going. Yeah,
0: anybody who works here who has cats on their counter, rubbing their tails, and whatever food you're bringing to the potluck tomorrow, pray, please, by all means. I'm first in line. No, scratch that. Eighth in line, because then I get to get behind Boogerhand Co. employees that are wandering through, hand effing all the food. Please, for God's sakes, hurry behind the promotions crew. Yeah. I'm still gonna, you know, do my workouts and try Oh good that's lord real eating with the promo crew. Put oh, that Write that down so I don't forget that's a quick way to get out of this forty year sentence. <laughs> start
2: busting every fifteen minutes. I gotta start smoking.
0: I did. I looked at guy. I went to the hardware store yesterday and it was the guy in the parking lot just he didn't even he just parked and then he's like ah. Yeah, he had something to do in the hardware store, but he had he had to smoke first and he's sitting in his car smoking and he looked so happy. He also looked like he was seventy, he's probably thirty five. But it's just like, oh, effort. it. And I'm like, God, there's, why didn't I have this attitude years ago? It's just smoked myself into oblivion. And here I am. What's your of, problem? Some sort of physical specimen.
1: I think
2: going in to get that uh, bolt, and I'm in aisle 13.
0: <laughs> you got to figure it out. <laughs> Actually, yesterday at the hardware store, there's a guy there. I, he sounds like uh, Sling Blade. And, he, and he's, uh, he, always, he always ends up being the guy that helps me. I had to get a propane tank, so i like, I need a propane. Follow me. And we're wandering to the back. <laughs> how's your day going? It's going pretty good. How are you? Working. Yeah, that's kind of a sucky way to do it, huh? Can't believe all the rain we're getting. Yeah, we're getting quite a lot of rain. Just standing there, he's unlocking the thing. You want a refill? You want new? I'll have a new one. And then he leans down, and I'm kind of not paying attention. to hear him go, how's Brady? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm like, he's good. Good. I'm like, yeah, good. And he goes, why'd you say good? Like, you asked me how Brady was. No, I didn't. Like, what? And he said, it's getting crazy. <laughs> what? You're I, hearing. I said, getting crazy. <laughs> what is? The weather which we was talking about. Oh, I thought you said, How's Brady? Who's Brady? Well, we're done here. Just give me the <laughs> propane tank. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. Like you too. I'm working. All right. Never mind. I'm not talking to you anymore. I met a guy with pink eye yesterday. I hope it transferred. <laughs> yeah. I was in the, I was like, oh, he's a listener. And Brady. He's good. Why'd you say good? Yeah. What? Because <laughs> he thought he said it's getting crazy. And I'm like, good. <laughs> like I'm a lunatic. So yeah, my interaction with humans, are, that's not going to get better over the next 40 years. Ah. Oh. Fred, I'm going to need to talk to you and your people. Gotcha. Have to take me out, but I need it to be thorough, fast. Don't worry about it; you won't see anything Painless. coming. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Don't worry that's about it. Oh, that's the way I need to go. Give me a few more years, and I'll, I'll let you know. I'll I'll, right. I'll throw up the bat signal. It's like that's enough.
2: Make sure he hears a little of the journey song just before. No, no no, no, no! Don't don't <laughs> tease me with.
1: Him. He's gonna hear. Don't stop believing, yeah. it I yeah. just run every time. Yeah.
0: Stop! Ah, crap, I'm not ready. <laughs> no signaling. Yeah, I'd just make it work because this 40-year sentence, my God. And p- people were happy. Uh, I was actually excited about the cancer. <laughs> I actually talked myself into that being pretty good. Yeah, good. And I kind of have an end date. And I know how I expire. No, no idea. Healthy as a horse. Going to get hit by a bus. That's the way I go out. That'll be the good one. I evidently played with the wrong mouse. Go at, ahead and uh, buy Mile. a
2: few things you were going to hold yeah. off on for. A no, I got to. Now I got to
0: start <laughs> saving money. This is garbage. We have forty more years. No way. I will fight that. It's not happening. Uh, Bert, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today?
1: All right, wake up song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. It is Christmas season. Trying to figure out what you are going to get, Mom? Well, they got all the new beach cruisers in stock. Pick Ooh. up Mama Cruiser cruise around the neighborhood. they got all (laughs) kinds of colors in stock. And if she wants to get her ass out on the mountain, they can hook you up with a new Pivot, new Rocky Mountain. Brady was looking at a lot of mom ass this weekend. That's the place to go. That's the place to go. But actionrideshop.com, act now because they got all the colors in stock right now, but they are going quickly. Pick up the cruiser. (laughs) By
0: the way, you know what reference no longer works and makes you a pariah? Uh, uh, The line from Caddyshack it's good. Sh- I got it from a Negro. Oh yeah. <laughs> People don't. Uh, the Caddyshack is no longer uh, top of mind for a lot of folks, and when you say that, they just think you're insane and racist. And I'm like, oh no no, it's the Spalding from Caddyshack. And I'm like, what? Oh Jesus God, this is going to be hard to explain. Would you come to me? I'll come watch the movie. It's at my house. Oh no, that's really good. Sh- I got it from a Negro, and they're like, huh? Oh this, oh, is not, this guy. This is, this oh, is not good. Is. I'm the I'm the guy at the party that says dumb stuff. I'm, I'm Kanye. Yeah, don't reference that one anymore. It's not a thing because Katero and I were talking about that. He tried a thing with his cousin where he's like Noonan, Noonan, and he's like, "Why are you doing that?" He's like, "Oh, geez, I didn't even realize it." This kid hasn't it seen Caddyshack.
1: Just, caddy just screams, "You're old, though." At it that does. Point. It, it's your old, forty-year-old it reference. Does.
0: But it's forty. But it's you know, it's kind of like the Yellow Brick Road is almost a hundred, well, and people true, still yeah. know it. Like it's a pop culture moment. I thought Caddyshack, like every. And that's the problem with the single-mother culture. There aren't enough young boys who have a dad that goes, we're going to sit down and watch Caddyshack this week. and pass that on to you. Dads, you're failing your sons if they don't have Caddyshack and stripes in their repertoire. That is our lives that need to go down to those kids. You failed them. Once they're teenagers, you've got to sit them down and show them Caddyshack. Brady should even do it to Kirby. Like, she should see Caddyshack. It also teaches women about the dangers of uh, pregnancy. Yes, there's lessons <laughs> to be learned. Right, There is a lesson for everyone. Don't be a whore, and also uh, all the goods sh- you get from a Negro. That's how the movie teaches you. Lacey Underall and Lacey Spalding. Underall and Spalding, <laughs> Spalding are my journey in life. They are the guides, and a little bit Ty. He's kind yeah, of uh, he was kind of the goal in the beginning, but yeah, Lacey Underall, amazing, unreal. If wow. any guy, I mean, even looking at her now, like she's still fantastic.
2: How many feela shirts? He sold those tennis oh, outfits. Oh, man.
0: And how many of them look like Lacey Underall in the fila shirts? Zero. <laughs> Zero. None of you. None of you looked as good as Lacey Underall. <laughs> Even with a joke name like Lacey Underall, it's like, all right, this is, she's perfect.
2: Good one, Danny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I didn't realize that, you know, sometimes you,
1: you're, you.
0: sometimes you <laughs> see, this is a group of people that we can all talk about things. You guys would have gotten it. I'm like, try this, Brett. It's, uh, it's really good. I got it from a Negro. You would laugh hysterically, oh, knowing what I'm talking about. It's a quote from a movie. It's a great line. Spalding was such a douchebag, but can't do that in mixed company, boy. You find out that way. And evidently, gays didn't watch Caddyshack. Period. End of story. Not big fans. What? <laughs> hey, you were probably some really, really something before electricity. And plus, I was, in fairness to the guys, it was one of those little hand uh, finger hors d'oeuvres that was going by on the trays at the party, and I. What'd you get? I said, I think it was beef, t- or like some sort of tenderloin thing. It was a little I don't even know how they made this little thing. I'm like, it was really good. S- I got it from a Negro. And the guy looked at me and was like, excuse me? Huh? I don't understand you. I'm like, okay, I'm going to stand over here for a little bit.
1: Yikes. Yeah, then that circulated work. around the party. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, you got banished to the street room. Yeah,
0: the guy over there at the Aryan. he said something about our help. <laughs> Anyway, and then even worse, one of them walked up and rubbed my head and goes, hi, Buddha. I'm like, well, how's that word? That's not even a reference. You're just being a jerk. Buddha. It's the belly anyway. (laughs) I'm in great shape. I got 40 years left, buddy. Oh, it's weighing on me, Brady. This diagnosis is
1: (laughs) terrible. Never never hear the end of it. Uh, What's on there? All right, so we got Deftones up there, STP. Uh, funeral bell from BLS. It could be for your uh, yeah. your new diagnosis. Uh, Metallica's "Ride the Lightning" for Brady's puns earlier. Uh, Ghost, oh, Motorhead, Coal Chamber, Ministry, Agnostic Front, uh, Pantera, Hell yeah, God smack, yeah.
0: Taylor says, "Goes to show you the proven secret of health is not having any kids and showering after you take a dump." I'm going to stop doing that. I'm not going to have any kids. You get a rust butt. I'd rather live 90 to have kids. I'm going to have some rust butt. Whoa. <laughs> evidently this Man, clean yeah. anus has made it so my organs are like, more
1: sandalwood for you yeah
0: no i'm this is gonna be gross i'm gonna be i'm gonna devolve right in front of you guys and fast <laughs> be smoking Next thing you know you're
1: gonna be pooping at work and, oh, oh my god dumps here at work 320 and, <laughs> john you don't
0: even have toilet paper in your office like that's right don't eat it
2: <laughs> it's
0: working crazy
2: Goldberg's laugh has changed. <laughs> 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 Actually,
0: you'll just hear me laughing. Hey, you guys see all that? <laughs> <laughs> he smokes like eight packs a day. I'm going to hang out at Ben's house more. Sans Bick Tarvey. Just <laughs> taking as much as I can get. Intervenous drug use. I'm going. I'm going in.
2: Healthy. Bought all the menthols left.
0: I got that. I've never seen blood pressure as good in a man your age. I'm like, oh. ugh. <laughs> it's getting worse. Everything you say is getting worse. All this leads to more time here on Earth. Good God. I was born in the wrong era. I should have been born in the early 1900s when life expectancy was like 38. <laughs> Wouldn't have been so bad. Uh, let's do it. We can, we can do the Ride the Lightning for Drew Brees and the... We'll do this finally because I didn't know there was a lightning victims organization, but those people are evidently going through quite a bit. So, <laughs> Plus, it's Metallica, and that's all everybody's talking about with the, the big show coming up. The band has already booked the date. Metallica will be playing the 2nd and the 4th of September on September 3rd. And the name can't stick, but we're doing Jutalica. Uh, nobody. Will yeah, nobody will go with it. We're, we're going to do, uh, for people who won't pay the exorbitant prices to see the real Metallica, we'll do all the I, hits. I
2: know where I'll be on Saturday.
1: <laughs>
0: Brady will be front row at the Can't Call It This Jutalica show. Kanye West presents Holmberg's undercover uh, Cheap Talica. But yeah, we've already talked about it. It's already going to get done. And it's, I believe, all things, you know, health won't be an issue. Uh, September 3rd, I think, is the day in between, right? Yeah. And we'll just do it right there Saturday night. Uh, probably at uh, the Copper Blues. Can't wait. <laughs> 10, 12 months from now.
2: that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Not allowed to call it that. Although the, the guy who came up with the idea of calling it that is Jewish.
1: Well, if you have Larry sing backup vocals that's, or something, he gets a pass. That's what we thought of, just having somebody in the band convert. He can play maracas in the background like Davy Jones and stuff. Right. and It be good.
0: But uh, Matt over there, at the, he's from the tribe, and he's like, that's what we'll call it. And I'm like, I don't think that's going to go well. That's a bad idea. <laughs> Although it's a great idea, it's a bad idea. So it's going to happen. So we're going to take care of you. Metallica will play Friday for thousands of dollars, uh, Sunday for thousands more. And then Saturday, for a few bucks, you can see a reasonable replicant. <laughs> You'll hear all the music. You won't get the show. You won't get the show. We're putting no money into it. I mean, that's crazy with Pyro and all that. The real is that. But, hey, look, not all, not all of us are Rockefellers.
2: Opening band, five-finger discount.
0: <laughs> that's a great idea. We'll open up with five-finger discount. There you go, Brady. Not bad. You made up for that thing earlier. Good job. Yeah, I like that. And then another, instead of Ice (laughs) Nine Dollars, another group of guys. And then, uh, I don't know, if we'll maybe do some Pantera too, but I haven't come up with a clever uh, way to call them cheap. They're half off. Oh. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Pantera is 50% off. All right, 50% off Pantera. That's the name (laughs) of that. So everything will be... Uh, less and that's good but ride the lightning right here for drew Brees and his not funny commercial to 70 people on the planet and they're throwing a fit
2: hey, it's not weird that it's pretty cool actually no membership i've heard enough of this U-P-D.
0: you've been listening to holmberg's morning sickness podcast brought to you by our friends at eric's family barbecue in avondale meet mesquite repeat erics family bbq.com